0: Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode on the Weight Loss for Women 40 Plus Podcast. So let's jump in. So today we're talking about health and in particular, we're talking about diabetes. Now, I ain't a fucking doctor, so I'm not gonna tell you how to treat that. Go to your GP. They went to uni, they know how to do this shit. But when it comes to fat loss for women over 40, I'm your man. So we've got the answers. But what I wanna go through today is how likely is it that diabetes can happen to you? So we will speak to over 2,000 women every single month. How crazy is that? 2,000 women a month. What is that? Two times 10, 20. So we're talking to nearly 25,000 ladies per year. Talking to So we get tons and tons and tons of data of what women are struggling with. This is women in Australia, mind you. So we get a lot of inquiries. So what they're struggling with, what their challenges are, what their goals are, what their health is looking like, Um, What's happening now in the forties and fifties versus the twenties and thirties. It's different. We know of course, perimenopause menopause and most post-menopause, you don't go through that shit in your twenties. So there's the biggest difference right there for those that are wondering why it's different. Bang right there. So I've had a fair few ladies concerned about diabetes. So um, ladies that are pre-diabetic, so they haven't quite got it yet, but ladies that have a history of diabetes. Now, I'm going to give you five five things, five commonalities of how diabetes is more common than general things in life. For the people that think that it's not going to happen to them and they're going to be the lucky ones and they're going to miss it even though their health is not that fucking great. I'm telling you now, this shit will creep up on you 10 times faster than you think. So let me go through five uh, common examples where diabetes is actually more common. Number one, you have a higher chance of developing diabetes than experiencing a home burglary. Now that one, I wasn't too surprised about. So mind you, I've gone through, I've done all the statistics and I've worked out the data. Um, So I'm giving you my findings. Now, this is where it starts to get a little bit scary. Number two, you are more likely to develop diabetes than to get divorced. Think about that for a second. How many people do you know that are, that are divorced? I know a fucking lot of couples that are divorced. You're more likely to get diabetes than to get divorced. This is starting to get a little bit crazy. Okay. Developing diabetes. You are more likely to develop diabetes than experience a slip or a fall within your own home. That's pretty fucking scary. You're more likely to slip and have an accident at home than to get diabetes in Australia. Number four, you are more likely to get diabetes than to be involved in a minor car accident. Not even a major one, a minor car accident. You are more likely to get diabetes statistically. That is fucked. All right, here's the last one. Surprise me. You're more likely to develop diabetes than to suffer from seasonal allergies. How fucking common are allergies? How many people do you know that have fucking allergies? Like every second person. So this is, I'm telling you this stuff these statistics, this is data from uh, the, was it Australian ABS, Australian Bureau of Statistics in Australia. This, is, this isn't This is in me just making this shit up. This is not even a theory. This is not what I think. This is the data, the statistics. In Australia, you're more likely to get diabetes than any of those things. That is fucked. Like that is so fucked that it is more common. And if you watch the news, you wouldn't even think it's that common. You'd think, oh man, like burglaries, like, you know, in the Gold Coast, there's some burglaries, like, oh my God, like burglaries going on. No, you're more likely to get diabetes than to get burgled. You see a little fucking car accident, you're driving down the fucking main motorway and there's two cars banged into each other. You see that, you're like, you're more likely to get diabetes than have a little car accident. I'm telling you this because everyone thinks they're immune until it fucking happens to them. Like I've had plenty of ladies go, ah, you know, I'm fucking 30 kilograms overweight, but my health is good. I'm like, it ain't good. That's awful. Like you are so prone to disease, heart attack, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, pre-diabetic, like heart disease. Like this shit is scary. Like health is one of those things. You have it until you don't. And then most people, they do nothing about it until it's too late. They hit the fucking doctor and the doctor's like, well, yeah, we can treat this, but this has shaved like 10, 20 years of your life because you've allowed this damage to go on for years and years and years and years. But if I'm telling you this. I'm giving you these scary, scary, scary fucking facts so that you do something about it. You're scared into making the change because in life, just having the goal ain't enough. Like, you've probably wanted to lose weight for years. You've probably wanted to get into that dream dress or get into those jeans for years. You've probably wanted all these things, but they haven't happened. But when you go to the doctor and the doctor goes, I've got your blood test back and it's not good. Like, to be honest, I'm actually, I'm surprised you're walking around without any fucking problems. I'm, I'm shocked to see that something worse hasn't happened. I'm looking at these results right now and I'm afraid you might not live for the next 20 25 years. That is when people do shit about their health. The the goal, the positive aspiration, looking good for the holiday, that is never enough on its own. There always have to be a negative driver. Motivation is both positive and it is negative. There are people that you want to be like in life, and there's people that you don't want to be like in life. A positive role model and a negative role model. Motivation is both the positive and the negative. And the negative is far more potent. Like the amount of ladies that come in and go, I want to show my fucking ex that they are missing out on me. Revenge body 2.0. That is more potent and more powerful than, oh, I've got this wedding coming up and I want to look good for the photos. That revenge body woman, holy shit, she is driven. She's going to do well. The lady that comes off the back of a doctor's consult and the doctor says, hey, you have diabetes right now. They go, holy shit, they are more motivated than the woman that just wants to get into that nice dress on her birthday. There is nothing wrong with having a positive goal. But if you have done sweet fuck all for weeks, months, years, and you've had this goal for a long time, then there's the evidence to tell you that just having a positive goal ain't enough. There needs to be fear as part of this goal, fear and negativity. It's the thing that drives people the most. Our best clients have come from awful situations. They've been overweight. They've been embarrassed by somebody. They've went to drive. They've went to ride the. Um, ride the theme park ride with their children and they got knocked back because they're too overweight. The ladies that have to jump on the airplane and they can't fucking strap up that belt comfortably or they're really uncomfortable. The ladies that have been, had the partners fucking ridicule them, call them ugly, overweight, embarrassing. The kids that have been embarrassed by their parents because they're overweight. That shit is motivating and is powerful. What is the negative reason why you're doing this. I gave you the example of diabetes because I'm like, it is more common than you think. And it can happen to you. If you don't get your shit in order, like it's not just about, you know, getting some blood tests and then the doctor saying you're okay, you're okay. And then all of a sudden you're not okay. The next one you go in, remember they're not, they're doing these blood tests and there's a marker. Like, let's say once you get going to give you a random example, if you're under a hundred on the blood test, like the blood test markers or whatever it is, a random fucking condition. If you're under a hundred, you're okay. As soon as you go over a hundred, you've now got the condition. You've now got diabetes. If you're 99, technically you're still under a hundred. You're on, on, you're on the fucking bad end of okay. But as soon as you click over and your blood markers change just that little bit fraction, now you've issued a problem. Because on paper, it's either you have it or you don't have it. So you have to hit these certain markers to be then told you have the medical condition. Doctors going to say, yeah, it's getting a little bit high. I'm like, if they're saying, oh yeah, your blood pressure, your cholesterol, um, if these, they get, they're getting high, you're on the, on the high end of not good. Like you're about to go from good to bad, just a couple of clicks over. So that next test might be, oh, these are really bad. So do not be relying on the fucking doctor or your blood tests to go, I'm healthy or I'm not healthy. Look, you don't see a lot of people live a very, very long life that are super overweight. It, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't work like that. Get your health in order. This is the wake up call fucking podcast today. It's the scary, maybe in the big bad wolf so that you can get the fire up, up the ass to get something done. Because I want you To live a long life and not just a long life. Imagine living a long life and you're overweight, you don't do the photos, you're in a fucking nursing home, you're just this, you know, unhealthy mess. Like that's not a good quality of life. You want to hit 60 and live the next 40 years with good health, going traveling, having fun, visiting the kids, visiting the grandkids, visiting your friends, doing all that kind of stuff. You don't want to be decrepit and fucking old and sad and useless that's not what we want. Live a life worth living. No point living long if it's fucking sucks and it's depressing and you can't move your body because you're overweight, you did nothing about it. Trust me, once you get over 60, it's pretty much game over. The habits are too hardwired in. Like change is, is so fucking difficult the older that you get. This is why I'm like, man, if you're on like the low end of 40, Let's kick these goals. Even if you're in your 50s, even if you're 59 years old, I'm like, if you're making that decision to change, fuck yeah and go you. But if you don't, the consequences will bite you and they'll bite you hard. The train, it stops from nobody. You either get on the train or you get run over by the train. Nobody can stop the train of life. It keeps moving and moving and moving whether you like it or not. So if you want to live a long healthy, pain-free, joyous life, and start with getting your body in order. Get your health in order because it's, it's not going to happen otherwise. So ladies, I'm hitting you with the doom and gloom so we can elicit a little bit of change. Just having the goal isn't enough. It hasn't ever been enough and it never will be enough. You've got to have a little bit of pain and fear behind that one and negativity to really get things supercharged. So ladies, lots of love. If you listen to this podcast, you're in the right place. Keep listening, keep kicking goals. And if you're at that point where you're like, I need to change or I want to change, but I'm not 100% sure how, then we run a program. The VIP program is for women 40 plus. Women 40 to 60 years old, women in Australia. You get a coach, you get someone just like myself, but smarter, my coaches are way smarter than me. Um, Someone to help you not only lose weight, but then teach you how to tone up, because everyone wants to tone up. everyone wants to look fucking great. You don't want to be 60 or 70 kilograms and flabby and skinny fat and looking god awful. You want to look fucking great. You want to be toned up. So we'll teach you that and we'll teach you how to maintain the weight because there's no point losing it, doing some fucking dumb ass supplement program. And then you lose all this weight just to put it back on. We're going to teach you how to maintain it because I want you to beat this for good. Imagine a world where women actually lost weight and kept it off. That's a world we're creating. One woman at a time. We've helped more than 1,100 ladies lose, lose more than 10,000 kilograms. We're very fucking good at this. Men, we don't work with. Women under 40, we do not work with. Not our cup of tea, but women 40 to 60, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause, that is our bread and butter. So ladies, keep kicking goals, get the fire up ya, and let's win. All right, ladies, until next time, I'm gonna catch you in the next one.